Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. Today, you and I, Elisa Keaton is who I am, we're going to rev the word together. We're going to move our bodies, we're going to hear scripture, and we are going to expect that God is going to shift mold and change us into free people. Yeah? Because free people set people free. And that is a good, good thing. So thanks for hanging out with me today. If you are a partner with us, thank you so much for being a monthly partner with us. Uh, I, I hope that the Facebook group, the private access is blessing your heart. We are finishing up our Heir to the Crown Challenge, which has been fun to do with those of you. Actually, all the partners have been invited into that. If you got the book, you've been doing that with us. And that has been crazy good to watch this, this testimonies that are happening from this simple thing of spending three to five minutes a day at the bare minimum just breathing and doing breathing prayer. It's been amazing, you guys. I, I, I just always, when God tells me it's really simple and that we've made it difficult, you do know it comes against all of my fitness training because in the fitness world, you have to train smarter and sharper and harder. Like you gotta, you gotta figure out the mystery of your body and it becomes the thing that you really have to work at and really, it just doesn't matter. <laughs> that, that is all distraction from the simple gospel that God calls us to love him and love others as we love ourselves. And that, it's a simple call, but that's a constant work in progress. And that's what we've been doing in Heir to the Crown. So I hope it's been blessing you. You can still get the book on Amazon if you missed the, the challenge because we did open and close it. We may do it again in the future. We have another challenge that will come for you in the new year. So listen to me if you're starting when the holidays come and you're like, you're, you know, it just happens. It's a season, it's a time where we enjoy, we should enjoy the holidays. And then you're like, okay, what am I gonna do in the new year? Promise me, you'll just wait to hear. We've got something for you. So there, you won't have to go looking other places uh, because this place here, will always be about God first. We're always gonna be growing in godliness because scripture tells us physical training, some value. Losing weight, eating green things, hey, some value if that's what you need. But it is godliness, growing in godliness, and that is a day-to-day, glory-to-glory, comes against hard things kind of training. And we are always, always looking forward to doing that with you. And we will do the practical. We will do the practical and our next challenge is going to grab you by the hand and walk you through everything from what we eat very specifically. There'll be some fasting involved. Oh, did I just scare you? Don't panic, don't worry. It's gonna be amazing. It's, it takes the best of all things, food, fitness, God's word, um, our relationships, all of it, the best and the hardest of these things, and we're gonna put it together. So I'm looking forward to doing that with you. Okay, let's see, anything else I want you to know about Rev on the Road? I will be at the next Rev on the Road. It's, you know what, I don't have my note near me. Oh my gosh. It's at the end of October. It's October, I believe, 18th, 19th, and I will be Elk River, New York. I believe, oh gosh, am I getting that wrong? You guys, it's somewhere around Buffalo, New York. Please forgive me. <laughs> Chris O'Keefe, our host. I'm sorry I forgot to write my notes, but it is Rev on the Road in the East Coast, New York, just around Buffalo. So I'm looking forward to being out there. Hopefully it won't be too cold. So I'd love to see you there live. We will do this thing together. I will be there. And, um, you know, all things going as they should, as I'm caring for my mom as well. Um, yes, I hope to be there. So I look forward to seeing you there. All right, friends, are we ready? Today is an endurance. So you're right now, you're just moving your feet. Um, you're not, I'm not gonna do any intervals any today. Just really be in your body, get the heart rate up. But you are, you are pacing it. You are not trying to reach thresholds or lactic acid burn. It really should just feel, it could even be an active recovery for some of you or just a nice steady on a scale of one to 10. You're gonna get to around a six, seven, and just hang out there today. That's all. I love doing the endurance ones with you because it gives us time to really sink into God's word. And today we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna press into this character of Hannah, who Hannah was. It just jumped at me, saying, "Grabbed me." I'm like, "Okay, 
that's what we're gonna we're gonna meditate on today as we move our bodies okay we ready all right let's get the flip you over to this playlist in three two one play ah, nice easy warm-up song Take a deep breath, inhale. Exhale. I want you to throw off any sense of having to make a calorie burn or an account. Ugh. I just, I know that there's a lot of you that do it. It's old habits, they're hard to break. Stay free, everyone. So you know when you know it's going to be a good day? When you've made up your mind that it's going to be a good day. So make up your mind right now. Remember, the mind gives meaning and says as you wish. So you make a request from your heart, a good day. Your mind says as you wish. If you haven't heard that teaching, Go back to podcast, think episode three, nine, 309. I'm going to be getting after the heart more and more. Your heart and your mind. The heart, the place of desires. And the mind is a fortress. It protects those desires, good or bad. So God, here we are. We're so grateful that you are never, ever over us. <laughs> You're always on us. Your attention is towards us. You're intimately and intensely interested in who we are and the things that we're facing. You want to be God and we want you to be God. And God, you know the things that threaten to kill, still, and destroy our joy, our peace, and our freedom. So here we are, asking you to work it out of us, God. Shake it loose from us. We love you. And thank you that you would use this, this time in a way that is creative and mysterious and effective. We love you. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Can you lift the corners of your mouth? Can you draw your shoulders back? Weight your tailbone down just a bit. So as if there was a five pound weight hanging off of your tailbone. So that draws the belly in a bit. Gets you taller. It'll find you an inch up towards the heavens. Feet hit the ground with purpose. Pressing away from it. The lungs fill. I want you to ground into the, like root into the ground, and then fill your lungs. All right. We're gonna be in 1 Samuel 1. <laughs> Hannah, let me just ask you this question. Is there something right now you are petitioning the Lord for that you're just like God please 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 right anyone I mean I, th I can list out what happens is I often start to fall numb like I kind of give up you know what I mean so I'll start to I'll start to just think well I should stop praying those prayers because God doesn't seem to be answering. I'm guilty. Or I get, I get numb and comfortable. 
it hurts too much to feel that prayer anymore. Come on, right? It hurts too much to feel that prayer anymore. Yeah. Well, let's bring them alive today. Come on. Leave nothing in the dark. So I'm just going to talk to you about Hannah, and you're going to see if there are any things that match the heart of Hannah. Remember, every character in the Bible, <laughs> they're there to illuminate the human condition, good or bad. And notice every character is flawed. There is no perfect character, just Jesus. So Hannah, a woman married to a man named Elkanah, an Israelite family, Hannah and Elkanah. Now, Elkanah had two wives. See, this is where the, the Bible has to be true because it even includes the errors. This is back when ancient times, when I say the errors, means the downfall of humans. Back when many wives were acceptable, God continues to write a story, enter into the human condition, So he has a wife, one named Panina and the other Hannah. Panina could bear many children. She gave Elkanah children, but Hannah couldn't. Ooh, right there. Can you feel the tension? <laughs> how less than Hannah would feel, how broken Hannah would feel. <laughs> Damaged goods, how would the enemy use that label? Something's wrong with you, Hannah. And do you see how even, I love that God, he uses the tension of these two wives to highlight the heart of Hannah in her barrenness. Out of the Just be a six or seven. Enjoy consistent breathing that the heart rate just thump, thump, thumps along. You can take big breath. Cleansing through the nose. Out the mouth. So Hannah had no children, and this broke her. <laughs> In ancient times, <laughs> women weren't building media, social media platforms. They didn't have like all these options and ways to impact the world. Bearing children was the big show. Bearing children, creating a name, a legacy for her husband. So here's what I know. Children, this concept of children, when any time you read it in the Bible, were barrenness. It speaks of actual childbearing and anything in your heart where you have been asking the Lord, make this unseen thing seen, please, this desire. Ooh. And it's in those desires God gets our attention. It's where he got mine. If only my husband would love me. I had children. 
but I still had desires. So although I don't know exactly what it feels like to not to be able to have children, although I did have a miscarriage one time, and that sends all types of fear in motion. So I just speak against that in Jesus' name. The fear that your body is broken. The fear, the sadness, the loss. In Jesus' name, I declare God is doing something immeasurably more than you can ask or imagine. Nothing is wasted with our God. And with Hannah, as she wept bitterly, cried, because I forgot to mention, she's very loved by Elkanah. He favors her. He favors her. He loves her more than Panina. Even though Panina can do all these acts, worldly acts, give him children, cook him meals, clean the house. It's Hannah that holds his attention. This is a picture of our Father, our God. His eyes are on the brokenhearted. He favors you guys, he does. He does, his heart leans into those who feel outcast, marginalized, rejected, broken, defective. He leans. That's why you too, you lean when you see hurt. Your heart's open to that. This song, continue to be in your body. I want you to locate the hurt. Locate the, the darkness, the heaviness. The unanswered prayer. And for some of you, it might be truly children. And for some of you, it's that dream, that's hope. Because it's the same thing. You guys, I have two earthly children. Jack, 17. Sophia, 14. And thank you for praying for them. <laughs> thank you. For my family, thank you for praying. Many of you have told me, thank you. That you're praying, thank you. But I have two earthly children. <laughs> but to be quite honest with you, I didn't have, other than one miscarriage, I didn't have trouble getting pregnant. And then I had two fairly safe pregnancies, two healthy deliveries. God was kind. But I have birthed, oh my gosh, through my prayers, my dreams, the things that God says, go ahead, carry these in your heart. The barrenness I felt in my marriage when my husband was an atheist for 10 years. Whew. Don't get me going. I cried and I cried and I birthed. I birthed. <laughs> so here's what the thing, here's the message I want to say today. Hannah could not. She was at a pass. There is nothing she could do about this without a divine intervention. 
And I want to ask you right now, what are those things in your life? What are the things that without divine intervention, there's just no way? Because you've tried to fix it yourself. You've tried to fulfill it yourself. You've tried to turn that ship around. And every time you try, you just are left more frustrated, more fearful, more hopeless. Just want you to go think about those things, please. Think about it. Those things are holy, 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 holy. And the Lord is speaking to you. He's not too busy for the prayer. He's not bored with your prayer. Here's what I know. Listen, this is important. We sit and wait and wail and cry because that's what it says here. It says here in verse 10, she was deeply distressed and prayed to the Lord and wept bitterly. And she went into the temple on the yearly sacrifice and she was found deeply distressed, praying to the Lord and weeping bitterly. Verse 13 says, Hannah was speaking in her heart. Only her lips moved and her voice was not heard. Whew. That should say something. The volume of your words do not manipulate, shift or change God's heart. It's not in the volume. It's in the volition. It's in the conviction this is who he is you're not alone he hears you the only reason you have these desires is because he placed them in you but what happens when they're not happening they're not coming to pass what then listen closely keep moving your body Breathe in this space, because this is a, this next, these next words I'm about to tell you. They're gonna require a big breath, an open heart, a healthy gut. Swallow this. We often sit and wait and wail and cry out in distress for God to do something when he is actually waiting for us to do something unheard of so he can have his way. There's a greater invitation is what I'm saying. There's a creative third way. And guess what? It's sacrificial. It will cost you. It won't come. Unless Hannah wanted this on her terms. Just give me a kid like Panina. You've done it for her, can't you do that for me? Oh, but meanwhile, God was looking through to Hannah's heart and he knew that Hannah could be the one that he would place in her womb, a prophet, a priest that would serve and turn the nation of Israel from bondage and oppression towards victory. Because of Samuel, God spoke. The word Samuel means God speaks. God was needing an agent of change and it was in Hannah. 
he wasn't looking for another another kid to work the fields and that doesn't make those kids any less but he had a special assignment for Hannah there was something more there was an open door and what felt like pain that led nowhere so Hannah in the presence of God overcome with her sadness her rejection her brokenness her feelings of defectiveness because she had a husband who loved her and all she wanted to do was please him to give something back that every other woman could give and as she prayed in her heart and her voice was not heard, but her lips were moving. She was speaking from her heart. That's why I tell you guys, know what's in your heart. You gotta know what's in your heart. What are you mad about? What are you sad about? What are you scared about? What do you feel bad about? And then what is your joy? Where is your joy? So Hannah was speaking from her heart. All the mad, bad, sad, and scared, crying out to the Lord in the temple. And Eli, the head priest, comes to her and thinks that she's drunk. He says, how long will you go on being drunk? Put your wine away, <laughs> right? When you get desperate for the Lord, when you're broken enough, the world won't understand it sometimes. It's gonna look odd. Don't listen. This is a man of God. He got it wrong. She wasn't drunk. Don't expect men to tell you the messages that only heaven can. Don't expect me to do it. All I'm doing is ushering you in and saying, go closer, lean in, listen to his heart, cry, weep, be in anguish, but do it in his presence and then listen. Verse 15, but Hannah answered, no, my Lord, I'm a woman troubled in spirit I have drunk neither wine nor strong drink but I've been pouring out my soul before the Lord because back in verse 11 Hannah vowed to the Lord when she was weeping bitterly she said "O Lord of hosts if you will indeed look on the affliction of your servant and remember me and not forget your servant but will give to your servant a son I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life Whew. you hear that what Hannah did <laughs> Hannah gave it up this is a version of her, not my will, but yours be done. Give me the son, I'll give him back to you. Give me this and it's yours. What? Come on. God was looking for Hannah to do something unheard of so that he could do his will on earth. He was looking for something greater. So everyone who, you buried that dream, you buried that prayer, you've given up on it, right now, breathe new life into it. Start to have a heart again for it. Start to feel again for it. And start to say, God, without you doing something here, there's no hope. And when you do it, 
you get all the glory. I will give it all back to you. <laughs> it's yours. It was never mine. Hannah, a woman loved very much by her husband who could not have children. Back in verse 8, Elkanah, her husband, looks to her and says, Hannah, why do you weep? Why do you not eat? Why is your heart sad? Am I not more to you than ten sons? This is huge. This is your husband, your maker, your maker, your husband, saying the same thing to you. Elisa, why do you weep? Why do you stay weak? Why is your heart sad? Am I not more to you than 10 sons? Am I not more to you than this dream? Because Elisa, if you keep your eyes on me, if you just make it keep your worship on about me, all of this will begin to fade away and you will know my voice and you will obey my voice. You will desire what I'm saying and what I'm doing because obedience is better than sacrifice, Elisa. So God was coming for Hannah to say, Hannah, am I not enough for you? I'm greater than this. And Hannah, in her brokenness before the Lord, basically says, now it sounds kind of like she made a deal with God, <laughs> right? But she really didn't, if you look at it. She made the holiest of covenants with God. Okay, God, this is what I want. Don't, you can't tell me that Hannah didn't want to have a kid and raise it all the days of her life. Let's for a moment, because we know where this story goes. Hannah does get pregnant. Hannah does conceive. And now Hannah has to make good. She raised, she birthed him. She breastfed him. Probably till about the age of three. Took care of this child every day knowing it wasn't hers. Oh. Listen, I have a 17 year old son that's about to leave home. <laughs> and my heart is rending and tearing in ways that I didn't know that, they, that it would, but it needs to, because he's not mine. He's got a mission, he's got a call, he's gotta go. He's gotta go. But I've had the privilege of being his mama for 17 years. Some people don't even get that. Some of you have lost your child right at the beginning and the weeping and the sadness, but here's what I know. There is purpose, great purpose. Nothing wasted. And as we give it back to the Lord, you know what happens? We stay free. Because we were meant to worship God, period. And blessings do flow. Good gifts come from the Father of Lights. But even then, we take none of it with us. Travel light. Travel light. It all belongs to Him. So here's what I love about Hannah. She was able to see bigger than herself. She said, okay, God, I've been making this. I've been in wanting this for me, but now I still want this for me, but ultimately it's yours. And that's the covenant of God. He's for us. 
He wants to give us good gifts. But I think God knew a few things about Hannah that he probably would have worshipped this child. She would have worshipped this child. And just like Abraham had to take Isaac up the hill, God needed to know, I'm glad you love my gifts, Abraham. But please, remember, don't worship them. Let your heart be mine forevermore. And the blessings continue to flow. Everyone, as you're running or as you're whatevering, open your hands right now. Let go. And say, not my will, but yours be done. Breathe. Not my will, but yours be done. Oh, Lord of hosts, if you will indeed look on the affliction of your servant and rem remember me and not forget your servant, but will give her a son, then I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life. That, that is love. No greater love than this, than someone who would lay their life down for another. Hannah was willing to say, you'll get him back. And God says to you, it'll be worth it. It'll be worth it. Birth the thing and put it in the Moses basket. And send it down the river. birth it and give it away come on you have a couple more songs together let's check in with your body how's your spine upright head up shoulders back come on find your breath let your breath reconstruct your vertebrae one vertebrae at a time from the sacrum the lowest part of you right there the thick part of the tailbone and actually the sacrum you guys comes off the word sacred and if you know where the sacrum is it's that almost where the tailbone is flat and if you were to go to the front side of the body you're right there in a very sacred space the reproductive place. The place that decides, tells you male, female, it's sacred. Son or daughter, sacred. From that sacred place, and it's the heaviest, it's the densest part of who you are. Start to build as you put one foot on the ground after the other build from your lumbar spine put it all back together so for those of you that have back pain in Jesus name right now rebuild your spine Holy Spirit help us rebuild it bring health back into these bones breathe health back into these bones we were as good as dead in our transgressions but God rich in his mercy and grace makes us alive come alive yeah move up through the middle of the heart thoracic spine draw your shoulders back keep the sacrum sacred rooted firm all the way up through the head, the crown of the head, the back of the head. As you're moving, pretend you're resting your head in a, in a cosmic headrest. Drop back. Breathe. Now breathe. I'm gonna leave you alone, and I want you to let the Lord come 
and take that thing, talk to you about that thing that you used to weep bitterly over. The thing that you stopped feeling because it's too scary. Come on back. Come around again, God. Speak to us. We're listening. made it about God. Hannah said, I'm over myself. I still have this desire, God, but it's yours. I give it back to you. Birth it, and it's yours. It's yours. just having this child, this dream, because it belongs to him. The only reason Hannah had this desire is because God put it in her, and he knew she would be the one he could give it to, that she could make this bold prayer. It's the same as Mary's prayer as Moses' mother's prayer. Take this child and make it yours. Come on. Hannah's not getting what she wanted was not a dead end. It looked like it, but God was waiting for her to come into the sanctuary, walk into the door of the sanctuary, weep, cry, get in touch with your heart, let your heart speak, mad, bad, sad, scared. Let it speak, let it speak. You guys, I'm going to do a whole teaching more. I'm going to be teaching more about letting your heart speak. It, yes, the mind, the mind and the body, because the mind and the body, they really do say, as you wish. But what's coming out of our heart? Just like Hannah pouring out her heart in the presence of God, in the temple, on a sacrificial day. <laughs> this closed door was just an open road to more life for Hannah. And not just for her, but for all the people of Israel. Hannah is the mother of Samuel. Come on. What mother wouldn't want to say, that's my son restoring his people. That's my son bringing goodness on the earth. That's my son fighting battles and winning. That's my son. Ha! Do you see? God could see the bigger dream. God could see the bigger call. And Hannah just said, I just want to be a mom. I believe Hannah was approaching God like the little match girl for quite a while, letting Panina's taunts squash her. She, Hannah was in Hannah's head. Hannah was in Hannah's head, having a husband who's saying, but I love you, I'm right here. Am I not worth more than 10 sons? Hannah was in her head. 
But on this breaking point day, Hannah got in her heart. Hannah let her heart speak, and from it flowed life, and it opened the road to life. She, it was in that moment she birthed Samuel. In that moment she birthed the dream. Go hang out with him. Good job. There is a time when I think decibels matter. And if you've never given the Lord a good shout of praise, whew, well just come be an instructor. Just come, be, just get an instructor training. I believe you guys, so, so many people have holistic healing because they raised their hand and said, okay, God, as you wish. <laughs> they don't get it. They don't know what's going to happen. They're quite afraid. And God shows up, heals minds, heals hearts, heals bodies. It's just like, <laughs> because they gave a good shout of praise. And they got really quiet and learned how to speak from their heart. Listen, it's not either or, it's and and both. <laughs> Joy has some decibels to it. Shout, leap, jump. Do something that unbinds you from the gravity that pulls you down. Leap, jump, shout, lift. And then there's quiet down now. Listen, let your heart speak. Put your ears on, close your mouth, and that's what we do. That's all I'm doing here with you. That's why we be still and be loved. Oh, you guys, are we getting this? Hannah was in her head. She finally sunk into her heart. And when she sunk into her heart, out came this unheard of promise. I'll give them to you. Whew, come on. That's such a creative deal right there. I love it. And you guys, God wants to speak creatively to us. We don't ever hear in history another time that a mother gave their child over and said, take this child, raise it. At least not biblically recorded. Maybe it did happen, but this one, God said, we're putting this one in the history books because Samuel is going to change the world. Samuel. My son Samuel, I'm going to speak to him. I'm going to tell him who's king, who's not king. I'm going to tell him, anoint this one, dethrone that one. I'm going to tell him it's time for war. Go tell them. I'm going to tell him it's time to sit back. Hold your ground. And the, the kings of this day leaned into the priests and the prophets. The priests, the prophets, the kings. Everyone, 
Your children, priests, prophets, kings. Just saying it right now. My children, priests, prophets, kings. Let's go. <laughs> it's not going to come through Instagram. But listen, they can use it. Nothing wrong with it. But not at the cost of their calling. Not at the cost of my calling. Not at the cost of your calling. Continue to cool down. So I just want to say something. I've got so much to talk about with Hannah. So Hannah, we know she does conceive a child. She gives birth to him. She feeds him for th about three years and takes him and gives him over. I, I can't even imagine. Listen, this is like a, this is a free will offering. She's going, take it. Some of us have had our children taken without notice of us, without our permission. And that's another grief and loss that the Lord wants to be with you in. His heart will match your heartbeat and he will rise, lift you. He will lift you up. He will. Don't resist. If you're mad at him, be mad at him, but do it to his face. Don't do it behind his back. Whatever it is, if you're sad, if you're hurt by him, be hurt to his face. Don't do it behind his back. It's dangerous when we do it behind his back. Get into his presence and let your heart speak. But Hannah, this is a whole nother level of Hannah. Again, her three-year-old, her four-year-old, just giving him over. He'll never sleep in his bed again. He'll never be home for dinner again. It's one thing when they're 17, 18, because listen, there's a part of me that's ready for my son to go. <laughs> it's time for him. He thinks he's got it all figured out now, and he's got to go figure out how to figure it out with the support of me and his father. We're here, <laughs> right? <laughs> all my teenage moms go, yeah. It's like, we don't want him to leave, but it's time for them to leave. It's time, to some degree, especially culturally here in America. Some cultures, they stay longer. It's just the culture we're in, the time is right for him to go to college. But I can't imagine taking my little three-year-old and saying, here you go. The heart for all my adoptive mamas, all the mamas that gave life to give it away, what a Hannah heart you have. What a Hannah heart you have, and what a prophet, priest, or king, or queen you birthed. None of it wasted. You're a good mom. And Hannah gives Samuel over, and then guess what she does? She breaks out in prayer. And Hannah prayed and said, my heart exalts in the Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord. My mouth desires my enemies because I rejoice in your salvation. There is none holy like the Lord, for there is none besides you. There is no rock like our God. Talk no more so very proudly. Let no arrogance come from your mouth, for the Lord is a God of knowledge, and by him actions are weighed. She goes on in verse 6, The Lord kills and brings to life. He brings down to Sheol and raises up. The Lord makes poor and makes rich. He raises up the poor from the dust. You see what he does? she does? She goes into this holy rant. The Lord, the Lord, the Lord. She's remembering. It's not, I'm not the point. He's the point. He's the point. He's the point. He's the point. And in her grief, in the presence, in the temple, she realized that you're the point. I will have this child and I will give it to you because you're the point. And on the heels of giving him over, fulfilling her part of the covenant, she breaks out. She doesn't break down. She breaks out into praise. The Lord, the Lord, the Lord. What a woman. What a heart. So God, we thank you. I don't know what you did here today, God, but I know it's good. I know our hearts needed to hear it. 
I know that you have said there are dreams and hopes and visions that my people have buried. Bring them back. Because without a vision, the people perish. <laughs> so here we are, God, knowing it's going to hurt and it's going to burn. That there will be days we'll feel like you set us up to fail. But God, we're not the point. Your will be done. Your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Strengthen our soul, our minds, our hearts, and our bodies for the call <laughs> of your good name on the earth. We love you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, you guys, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it would bless me so much if when you're done with this podcast, you will hit that magnifying glass. Search Revelation Wellness Healthy and Whole. Hit the icon and leave a review. Help us keep the gospel in iTunes under the health and fitness apps because there ain't many of them you guys actually we're about we are the only one doing this so help us help us help others to know they can do this too thanks guys peace Oh